Welcome to OCBC Insights. I'm Selena Ling, Chief Economist for OCBC Bank. Yesterday, the Singapore government announced that they will extend the one-month circuit breaker by four weeks beyond 4th of May to the 1st of June. In addition, the list of essential services would also be tightened further. This is to cut back the number of commuting workers to bring down the proportion from the current 20% to 15% of the workforce. These announcements came as the COVID-19 infections in foreign workers continued to climb, and new local unlinked cases suggested a hidden reservoir of cases in the community that has not been detected. In response, DPM and Finance Minister Heng Swee Keat announced another $3.8 billion in extended support. This adds to the earlier $59.9 billion of support announced in the Unity, Resilience and Solidarity budgets. These include an extension of the 75% wage support for all local workers in the various sectors till May under the Job Support Scheme and would apply to the first 4,600 of gross monthly wages. The JSS will also be extended to now cover employees who are also shareholders and directors of companies registered on or before 20th of April and have accessible incomes of 100,000 or less for the year of assessment 2019. And this group of persons are estimated to be around 50,000. In addition, foreign worker levies due in May will also be waived and employers will get a further 750 in levy rebates for each work permit or S-pass holder. And this came even as foreign workers in dormitories are basically now barred from going to work, including those that are working in companies that had previously applied for and received exemptions. Other measures included bringing forward the mid-year school holidays forward to start on the 5th of May. Schools will only reopen on the 2nd of June, but students and teachers will now enjoy an additional one-week break from 20th to 26th of July during Term 3. The extended circuit breaker is likely to inflict more significant economic pain for Singapore. We see the second quarter GDP growth as contracting by more than 20% year-on-year, with the three key engines, manufacturing, services and construction sectors all likely to register sharp double-digit year-on-year declines as well, since the list of essential services is being tightened further. Given that exiting the circuit breaker period will involve incremental opening up as highlighted by Prime Minister Lee, this suggests that even the expected recovery in the second half may be fairly muted due to the slightly staggered easing of containment measures. And bearing in mind that the weak job market outlook would contribute to households tightening their belts further and preferring to save rather than spend in the interim. As referenced by the Hokkaido example, another wave of infections could re-emerge. Hence, tightening measures may be reasserted again. If you look globally, many countries have also extended their lockdown periods and this could weigh on near-term global demand conditions, as illustrated also by the oil price slump in recent days. The more protracted the lockdowns globally, the more uncertainty there will be that the global economy can eventually see a V-shaped rebound either in late 2020 or even 2021. So notwithstanding the additional $3.8 billion of extended fiscal assistance for companies and workers, we see all these factors being posing downside risks to our full-year 2020 growth expectations for Singapore. A more severe recession of 6 to 10% contraction this year cannot be ruled out. The latter would assume that a recovery timing be delayed as consumers and business confidence remains dented into the third quarter and any second-half stabilisation will be more subdued than earlier expected. The coming days and weeks will be key to watch 
until the number of daily infections falls sharply to single digits or even zero, it is premature to talk about normalization in economic activity in the near term. From the policy perspective, fiscal rather than the monetary policy stimulus will continue to do the heavy lifting going forward. The focus of fiscal policy will continue to target aid for companies and workers to help with cash flow, costs and credit. We saw the recent announcement that MES will basically lend SING dollars at 0.1% per annum interest rates to eligible financial institutions, and this will hopefully make loans more affordable for SMEs. We have to brace for a tougher period ahead, but we are quite hopeful that this will actually bear in the medium term should the COVID-19 crisis start to abate in the second half of this year. Thank you. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.